Hello and welcome to Healthy Mind, Healthy Life with your host Avik. This podcast is all about exploring the latest research, sharing personal stories and providing personal tips for improving our mental health and well-being. Each episodes will be joined by experts in the field of mental health as well as individuals who have experienced the transformative power of a healthy mind firsthand. Together we will dive into a range of topics from managing stress and anxiety to building resilience and cultivating happiness. So, join us on this journey to discover new ways to take care of our minds, bodies and souls and let's work together to create a healthier, happier world one episode at a time. So, let's get started. Hello and welcome back to another illuminating episode of Healthy Mind Healthy Life. I'm your host Avik and today we are joined by an extraordinary guest who has journeyed through the highs and lows of life emerging as a beacon of wisdom and light for us all. So please join me in welcoming Brigitte Visser. So welcome to the show Brigitte. Hi Avik, uh, thank you so much for having me. Great, great. So uh, before we start delving deep into our conversation, I would love to mention this to all of our listeners that uh, Birgitta is a soul empowerment coach, divine channel and light language healer. So her mission is to deliver messages from the realms beyond uh, guiding humanity towards a profound awakening to the essence of life itself. So her journey has been a mosaic of experiences weaving uh, together the tales of resilience transformation and an unwavering commitment to authenticity so with a profound knowledge of ancient wisdom she's embraced her role as an inspirational channel illuminating paths of healing and the self discovery so hailing from netherlands uh, her adventurous spirit has led her across continents and diverse roles so from being a model bartender and healer to designing jewelry teaching holistic workshops and even conquering the demanding corporate world she is a true embodiment of the versatility so but her journey has not been without its challenges definitely so her life story reads like a composition of light and shadows encompassing experiences that have tested her strength and resilience so from childhood trauma to loss abuse and battles with inner demons she is courageously weathered life storms emerging as a testament to the human spirit ability to endure and transform so through her experiences she embodies the essence of embracing life's uh, symphony dancing even when the music is uh, bittersweet so her journey uh, from a sponge like absorber of energies to a boundary settler and like healer is a testament to the power of self discovery and the growth so join us as we journey through the tapestry of her life exploring the highs and lows that have shaped her into the radiant light she is today so through her words we'll glean insights into the unlocking our own potential embracing our authenticity and reclaiming the gems hidden within our experiences so once again i'll welcome 
Bagita to the show. Welcome again, Joe. That was beautifully put, Avik. I love that. That was powerful. <laughs> Great, thanks. So, uh, like, <clears throat> the journey has been a remarkable one. So, marked by both adversity and the transformation. So, if you can share a moment or maybe the experience that led you on the path to embracing the authenticity and healing from your past traumas. Yeah, I mean, you're right. We all go through adversity and that's okay. Um, the, the thing is, I will say this, it's not what what is happening to me, right? Because that's that victimhood that we remain in. Why is this happening to me? Why? Why? Rather than saying, what is it doing for me? And then you reevaluate and then you take that responsibility for whatever you're going through at that point in time. Now, whether that is by no fault of your own, yeah. it's still you are responsible for your own life. You're the captain of your own ship. Now, for me, as you've said, yes, I've been through childhood abuse through a friend of the family in, in Kuala Lumpur. Uh, my dad passed away when I was 14 of uh, coronary heart disease. He was only 44. I was bullied in high school. Uh, it was terrible, but I had brain fear of teenage boys because of what happened to me in my youth. I was starving myself, even though I sat down at the dinner table, but... I would just chuck away my lunch. I was assaulted in the modeling industry. God knows why I even took that path because I just, do you know what it was for me at that point? Because I was so invisible and I wanted to be invisible. But after school, I was like, but I really want to make something of my life. And I thought, well, maybe the modeling was a good idea because you know, I could show people that I could really make something of myself. Oh, jeepers, creepers. Seriously. I mean, the whole modeling industry is a cattle market. I mean, it is so degrading. It was so degrading for me. I mean, I felt so insecure about myself. I felt worthless because you go there and you didn't get any, I didn't get any jobs. I mean, I got them because of, of I you know, at the time, especially in, in, in New York, because I traveled a lot, I used Craigslist. So I got jobs that were either for prints or I got paid a little bit, but it was all right. So that's how I did it. But I could never live of it. That's why I always had a corporate job. Um, <clears throat> but because I was so messed up in my head, I rolled into beautifully disastrous relationships. They were so dysfunctional because I was dysfunctional. And it was like, Havik, it was like, oh, it said on my forward, uh, on my forehead, I'm a broken bird looking for another broken bird to fix and to refurbish. But that's not the way it should be because the most important relationship to have first and foremost is with ourselves. But we don't see that we like to deflect rather than reflect and that's why i always had fixer uppers but i asked for these experiences i really really did because the thing is without everything that happened in my life i would not be who i am today so how can i not be grateful for that i am so thankful for everything that happened to me even when I was abused in my childhood, because if it wasn't, I still wouldn't be who I am today. And I've had to heal that. 
But that healing came so many years later, so many years later. Uh, I understand. I really understand. So, like, from here, like, one more thing is coming, like, from many people struggle with the uh, finding their authentic selves, uh, mm -hmm. life's challenges. So yes. what advice would you offer them uh, who are seeking to reconnect their true essence and the purpose especially during uh, or maybe after experiencing those difficult times yeah so there are always questions that i get asked well why am i here um, ah that's first of all if you look at aha uh -huh. well you're here to remember who you are you're here to return to a love for yourself and others because life is merely a return to love nothing more nothing less and you're here also here to understand that you are the, a divine alchemist. You're here to manipulate the energies because you are energy. But many people don't see it that way. It's like, you know, we're this organic blob and that's that's it. Um, but that's not true. It's just that we have deviated so far from our awareness. But when you go through anything traumatic, you need to sit with yourself and ask yourself, why am I feeling this way? Don't deflect, as I said, reflect within. And rather than reacting, stop doing that. Because what you're doing is you're giving your power away, you know, and, and that's what happens with so many people. They walk around in this state of disempowerment. And then they wonder why they suffer from so much Disease. I always call it disease rather than dis disease because it's a disease within ourselves. So sit with the emotion and ask and ask yourself how how can I respond differently? You know, what can I do? Is there something that I need to heal? Can I do this myself or do I reach out to someone? And many people, I don't understand this because I i don't have all these labels of shame and fear anymore. Oh my gosh, I was riddled with it. I was riddled with anxiety. But I don't have that anymore because I also sit with the emotion and I think, you know, how am I going to react? Can I see this from a different perspective? How is this serving me? You know, and if I need to get some healing, I will do that because it doesn't matter. We're here to progress and to develop and to understand our experiences because our experiences are not meant to beat us down. They're meant to help elevate our awareness and so that we get a better understanding of our lives. And when we heal, when we alchemize these experiences, rather than keeping them in, in the archives of our, of, of our mind, you know, we we see life differently and the energy within us changes. So when we change our inner world, our outer world also changes. Lovely. So like from healing and self-discovery, yeah. so the central themes in your journey. So if you can elaborate on the importance of the processes in your life and how they have contributed to your transformation. So are you talking about the experiences and then, yeah. yeah. So this was back in, uh, I think like 2009, where I really hit rock bottom. I mean, it wasn't the first time, it wasn't the last time, but that was, it, it was a turning point where I 
met someone from the US. Uh, I'm still in touch with him. He's doing very well for himself. Now he's turned his life around. Uh, and I love seeing that people, I love seeing how people, you know, come out from the dark night of soul and just, and just changing their lives. But at the time, um, he was a drug addict. I didn't even know that. He came to live with me in Holland at the time where yeah, I was living in The Hague. And uh, just because I had had my stint with drugs when my stepdad passed away in 2000, and I, I nearly killed myself um, because I was just distraught and there was nobody that helped me at the time. But one day I would just woke up and I was like, no, this is not serving me. And um, but seeing someone with crack hands and just just not able to overcome his demons, even though in Holland he wanted to go to um, um, to a clinic to rehab, but they refused to accept him because he didn't have a social for Holland, social security number for Holland. And um, I was so, so, I mean, I was really trying to help him and in actual fact, Avik, it was really he needed to help himself and I needed to help myself because I was stumping his own growth as much as I was stumping my own, you know, I was stumping his growth as much as I was stumping my own growth. We often don't see that, but people need to be able to walk their journey and, Kidding. you know, um, go through their own experiences and walk through the dark night of soul, so to speak. But that was a real turning point for me because he was in bed with the Dutch Crips and um he stole something from them I, they held him for ransom i did help the police uh and i actually saved his life because they found him and they deported him back to the us but what happened was my mom took me out of the out of the holland in the space of like 3 days she moved me and i had a place in um in the uk so that i paid for all that so that was fine but when i got there it was like the leader of the Crips in Holland called me and said, if I ever find you, I am going to kill you because I'd saved his life. I saved uh, my ex's life. And he's like, if ever I will find him, you will never find him again because he'll be lying dead somewhere in a ditch. And that just, it, I, I mean, I was just, do you know what I did? I mean, it was a very lame attempt at my own life, but I took a whole box of ibuprofen and all that did was relieve my headache. And now I had like 12 hours sleep. And then I woke up the next day and I thought, I cannot go on like this anymore. I really can't. Uh, I was at such a low. I was so skinny. And I, I, my mom said to me, Brigitte, why don't you go and see a counselor? I did, Avik. And that didn't help me because all the counselor said after I told the whole story, like, Brigitte, you'll be fine. You know, you're strong enough. What am I going to do with that? That's not counseling. Sure. And so I had to figure out how to move forward. And I followed the holistic route and I found a Reiki practitioner. And actually that was my saving grace. It really, really was. And I remember her telling me, Brigitte, why do you allow people to treat you like a doormat? You're not here to save the whole world and slay everyone's demons. You're here to help heal yourself. And 
it took me a while to understand that. But I mean, I also studied Reiki, not in the space of a weekend, as it's done these days. But it took me level one and two, it took me about one and a half years. Um, and it helped me so much. And from that point on, I studied many other healing modalities. Um, I was really like a SpongeBob just absorbing that because I, I wanted to change. And I think sometimes we really have to hit the bottom of that rock, as I always put it. And um, from that point on, the only way you can go is up. I know. I, I can understand. Uh, so, like, your work as a soul empowerment coach um, and light language healer involved yeah. guiding the others towards their own healing and the empowerment. I know uh, it can only be done if you yourself have survived and gone through those situations. So uh, what are some of the common challenges or misconceptions you have encountered among those you have coached and how do you help them navigate those hurdles? Oh, I have many different things. So uh, because I also studied EFT, the emotional freedom technique, which is very, very powerful, simple technique, but it works because you tap the emotions out of your system. So the triggers are gone. And oh, gosh, I've had people come to me that have suffered from alcohol uh, abuse, so to speak. Um, people with childhood issues, abandonment issues, um, anxiety uh, a lot of anxiety within people, um, toxic relationships, and it just depends. Like for, like for, um, especially with light language healing, I'm always very humbled when I do it. Um, but it's amazing to see the results that that with someone the fear was gone. She had to go into hospital the next day um, and had to have surgery. And she said to me after that, she's like, you know what? I just went in. I just no fear, nothing. Went in for the surgery and she's like, I went home. And other people have completely turned their lives around. But remember, regardless, I'm just a tool in the toolbox. That's what I always say. Now, whether people utilize the tools and work on themselves, that's a whole different story because at the end of the day, I can only do so much. They're still responsible for how they continue with their lives. But others have have um uh like decluttered their whole home um started just started up their business um i've had a friend of mine she's crossed over now um she was afraid of slugs oh my gosh she would squeal at them literally squeal especially after the rain uh she would just cross the street and she was really proud to say at the time she's like oh my god i just walked past the slug no issues so it's 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 a very broad it's it's very very broad but yeah, I, I'm I'm always very, very humbled. And we when we talk about being a soul empowerment coach, it's really about empowering individuals um and back to the grid of of their own soul. So often when we walk through life, we're not aligned with who we are. We don't feel comfortable in our own skin. We just don't. And that's what it's all about, being comfortable in your own skin, um, healing the fragments that have lodged within our within our mind and within our energy field 
and just allowing others to walk their path. It's all about helping, helping others and inspiring others. Exactly. I know. So in in terms of authenticity, the power of authenticity. Yeah. Uh, so is the theme that resonates strongly in your own, in your own journey. So yeah. what does uh, being authentic mean to you? And also how can individuals overcome those societal pressures to be there? Oh, yeah. Yeah, good point. <laughs> good point. Oh my gosh. Um, so, uh, so authenticity. Yes, people. Oh, I mean, you know, Avik. That words get that word gets thrown around a, a lot. And <clears throat> let's face it. Am I my right now? I am my most authentic self. But there's always work to be done. I am a work in progress, just like everyone else. I'm not perfect. I'm still flawed. I'm still learning. But if I look back at even a year ago, I'm a completely different person because I believe in progression and development. I really, really do. Because we're all onion layers. We're like an onion. And every time we go through something, we peel back the layer until eventually we come to uh, to, to the center, to the core, uh, and being our most authentic selves. Um, I'm I'm not completely there yet, but I do speak my truth, but in a in a loving way. And it's about dissipating the ego because many people come from the ego, and not that that's a bad thing because we have to learn through duality. That's that's why you know that's why we're here. We've got to learn it. And um, but it's for me. I react very differently because I understand that everyone vibes at a different level of consciousness and that's okay. You don't have to, you know, you can accept whatever people say, but you don't have to take that. You don't have to take that on board. And a lot of people do that because we get judged. We, you know, um, people have opinions and, when we talk about also societal pressures, it's not just that, it's also social media. It's just the way the whole world was built. And I always say Terra means earth. Gaia as well, but Terra is earth. And we live in this terrarium. It's like we've all been plonked in this terrarium trying to figure out how to get out of that and the only way we're going to do that is by alchemizing our experiences. But with social media and, and societal pressures, it's all that deviating away. It's trying to deviate away from our awareness. And so I'm not the biggest social media buff. I know it's a necessity, but people just scroll endlessly. When you when you walk on the street, or you're in a bus or, you know, anywhere in public transport, but even people in the car, what are they on? Their phones, always their phones. But what if you were to take that away from them? If we go back to the 1980s, Avic, even the 1990s, where we didn't have mobile phones, we just had a landline. We had that heart-to-heart -heart communication rather than this very distracted communication where people have no understanding that we are all one. And we live in this very 
I call it a very fragmented society. But many people are waking up though. Many people are starting to understand um, more about life and choosing to heal and move forward in life and making something of their lives. So being authentic is really about <laughs> about rinsing out, as, as, as the Ascended Masters always say, it's like rinsing out the conditioning. Yeah, and being this unconditioned, it's it's being this unconditioned version of yourself and just being true to yourself. And yeah. Exactly true. That's true. So uh, like you also mentioned that life is like the sound of music and yes. you must dance before the music stops. So could you share a personal uh, anecdote or reflection on how you have learned to embrace life's rhythm and uh, live yeah. fully in the present moment? That, that, well, yeah, you know, I had to go through life's experiences and a lot of trauma. I mean, it didn't just stop in 2009. I mean, there was more trauma in 2014, 15, 16. And uh, um, I, yeah, and, and that's where I actually learned to channel as well. But um yeah, you've got to you've got to live your life rather than allowing yourself to be lived. And that's where just before we went live, where I was saying, you know, people are so stuck within the system and it's all about paying their bills and trying to make a living. But you need to see life from a different perspective because our soul was not designed to live this way. It's really about returning to that love for ourselves and following our passions. And I wish people would do that more. And it took me a long time to realize that as well. Um, although I've always done stuff that I, I wanted to do. It's just that I uh, attracted, you know, the broken birds, like I said, because I was broken, but I'm thankful in the end. And for me, the next move is to get to Spain and there will be later this year. And I've planted that seed. But if you want to manifest something, then you have to envision it like that it's already there. You've reached the end goal. And people are like, yeah, but, 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 no buts. Do you know what holds people back? Fear. Fear is the is the biggest criminal mastermind, you know, in, in our heads. But we create what we think and thus we manifest it. We build it accordingly. And I think if people understood that they are far more powerful than they're led to believe, their mindset will change because it's very simple. If you want to get somewhere, it's all about shifting that mindset. Change your thinking, change your life. That's quantum mechanics for you. Lovely. That, that's a great thing. And uh, also like before we wrap up like yep. for those who may feel stuck or overwhelmed by life's challenges so what yep. practical steps or the mindset shifts can help them begin their journey yep. towards embracing the art of living and returning to their authentic nature well first of all it's all about taking responsibility for your life take that accountability take ownership because you're the only one, I mean, you, you know, you're, you're the only soul within your own body. But other things that have helped me along the way are meditation. Meditation is very, very powerful. And if you're just starting out on your meditation journey, then 
I would advise you to listen to either Caroline McCready on YouTube or David G. Um, and David G has all these 20 minutes, 20 to 25 minute meditations on uh, overcoming your fear, your anxiety, owning your power, or, you know, owning, just owning your life. Um, and all you need to do is plug your earphones in and just follow the guided meditation. And I do this now again every morning and every night. And even though I don't always have to listen to a guided meditation, because I was in the Art of Living Center in Bangalore quite a few years ago, and I, I loved it out there. And it was all about the absolutely the art of living, but it's also the art of breath. Yeah. And many people only breathe up to here and that's shallow breathing rather than breathing all the way down to the root chakra and then holding holding that for like four um and then breathing all the way to the crown chakra holding it for four and then breathing out again but the breath is really really important and it also oxygenates the whole of your body so that's a first thing um, but when you're really stuck in trauma as well, like I said earlier, ask yourself how you feel and why are you attracting this? Is it serving you? If it is, great, then continue being where you are. But I doubt it is serving you. It is teaching you something. There are lessons within every experiences. And, and that's what we should come to understand i think many people don't see it because we just react we react that's what we do rather than just sit with ourselves and say okay how can i move forward from this point on because what happened in the past is not important what's going to be in the future that's that's of a later concern but we can create in the present moment so at any point in time you can create a better life now whether you choose to heal or not is entirely up to you but as i always say if you don't heal how can you ever ever love yourself and if you can't love yourself if you can't hug it out with yourself and embrace yourself however how how can you ever heal exactly exactly to that that's very very true 100 and 500 true i would say <laughs> So, yeah, and um, great. And as we conclude this captivating episode of Healthy Mind and Healthy Life, I want to extend my deepest gratitude for Birgitta for sharing her extraordinary journey and uh, the insights into embracing the art of living, returning to the authentic nature and overcoming the adversity. So through her story, uh, we have been reminded that life symphony is a complex composition of both bitter and sweet notes. And yeah. it's our ability to dance to its rhythm that truly defines our journey. So her unwavering commitment to the authenticity and healing serves as an inspiring testament to the resilience of the human spirit. So we have also explored the transformative power of embracing the authenticity, the importance of healing and self-discovery, and also the role of the inner alchemist in our personal growth and well-being. So her wisdom has illuminated the path for those seeking to reconnect with their true essence and the purpose. So if you have found today's episode and as enlightening as we did, 
So we encourage you to share it with the others who may benefit from Victor's insights on living authentically and navigating life's challenges with grace. So Healthy Mind and Healthy Life is committed to providing you with inspiration and wisdom to enhance your well-being and today's conversation with Birgitta has certainly added to that mission. So once again, I'm your host Avik and I thank you all for joining us. And as we continue our journey through the tapestry of life, may you find the courage to embrace your authentic nature, dance to the rhythm of your own existence and uncover the transformative power that resides within. So stay tuned for more enriching episodes that empower you to cultivate a healthy mind and lead a life of purpose and the authenticity. So thank you for being a part of this community. And until next time, remember that the life is a symphony and you are the conductor of your own masterpiece. So thank you so much. Can I say one more thing? Yeah, yeah definitely. <laughs> I was just going to say to people, and, and, but this is a quote that's very well known, you know, everything lies on the other side of fear. Yeah. But the most important thing is be who you are, not who the world wants you to be. So be true to you. Exactly. That's that's a great um like great saying, I would say it's a, it's a great uh, thing, and we all should follow this because this is very important. So thank you guys for joining us, and it's it's a it's a great pleasure to connect with Brigitta, and I really loved it. Hope you all liked it, guys. Thank you so much. <laughs>